So you probably noticed the cards and the pens at the ends of your pews. This is Time and Talent Weekend. But before we get there, I'm going to give you a little homilette on the readings, as they say, a little short homily here. So um, It's going to be mostly about our second reading today from the letter of St. James. If you remember, it's that little, the little uh, kind of example he gives about a rich person and a poor person coming into the assembly, and if you treat one different than the other because of their clothes, then you've made yourselves judges. And he says, judges with evil designs, I think. I think we're all familiar with this idea that as Christians, we're not really supposed to judge people, are we? Judge not, lest ye be judged. We're not supposed to judge people. And this kind of notion is uh, sort of uplifted in our culture today, too, in our society, where we hear that kind of the highest virtue presented is that we be tolerant of everything. You can't be intolerant of anything. And so we kind of feel that tension there sometimes, or at least I do. I mean, are we not supposed to judge anything? Am I supposed to tolerate everything that I see going on? How is this supposed to work? Is that even possible not to judge anything? How do we reconcile this? So here's the answer, brothers and sisters. And here's kind of the basic line that you can remember. We hate the sin, but we love the sinner. We hate the sin, but we love the sinner. And so what I mean by that is that we have to separate the person doing the action from what the action is. We can absolutely judge people's words. We can judge people's actions. We can judge people's ideas at times. We can judge those things. We can hear somebody say something silly or untrue, and we can say, yeah, that, that person shouldn't have said that. That's not true. They shouldn't say that. We can hear a news story of maybe a terrorist attack or something like that, and we can say, that was an evil thing. Those people did an evil thing. They should not have done that. We can judge that action and say that it was bad. Similar to stealing or lying or any of the Ten Commandments. We can look at certain ideas and say, that's a bad idea. That's a false idea. People should not hold that. But at the same time, we can't let that affect our relationship with that person. We still have to love those people. We still have to pray for those people, ask God's mercy upon those people. I can't look at a murderer and say, that guy's going to hell. That guy is evil. He himself is evil, and he's going to hell for what he did. I can't say that. I can't judge that person's soul. Only God can judge that person's soul. But I can say what he did was an evil thing. So again, we hate the sin, but we love the sinner. And brothers and sisters, we are absolutely not supposed to be tolerant of everything. In fact, we are required to be intolerant of many things. We need to stand up for the truth. We need to stand up for what's good and true and beautiful. And if we're not going to do it, then no one is. We need to be able to stand up without fear and say that certain actions, certain words, certain behaviors, certain ideas are bad. And we need to present, rather, the gospel way of life. But furthermore, and perhaps more importantly, we need to be able to look at our own lives, look at our own actions, our own words, 
and be able to judge those first. We need to take time in our lives to examine our consciences, to look back at the things that we've done and say, Ugh, yeah, I probably shouldn't have done that. Or, yeah, I, I probably shouldn't have said that. That was a bad thing for me to do. And then we need to take those defects, those imperfections, those places where we fall short, we need to take those to the Lord as we see in the gospel today. The man uh, born deaf and with the speech impediments, he simply goes to Jesus and presents himself to him. And then it's up to Jesus to do what he wants from there. Praise God that Jesus heals him and makes him free. He opens his ears and his tongue. And then he's able uh, to go out and presumably proclaim the good news of Jesus Christ. We need to do the same thing first and foremost, brothers and sisters, in the confessional. All of us need to go to confession because all of us are sinners. All of us are broken. All of us have defects. All of us have places that we need to be healed by Jesus Christ. And that happens first and foremost in the confessional. Even if it's been a long time, even if you have big things to say, that's okay. Just go back to the confessional. The priests will treat you well, will be merciful, will be gentle, I promise. Will help you get back to where you need to be in your relationship with Jesus Christ. Brothers and sisters, let us go to Jesus. Let us let him heal us in the ways that we need to be healed. Let us let him make us the saints that he calls us to be so that we can be the ones to stand up for truth and beauty and goodness in our world and so that we can truly proclaim the gospel message as he calls us to.